Hello, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir, and today is Tuesday, April 14th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to. If you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions, we want to hear it all. We do. Kate, how are you doing? Well... You know, in the grand scheme of things, as I've discovered in making my like Marco Polo videos with my friends who are long distance. Yeah. Not much is changing day to day here, Dory. Yep. You know, like I I keep I check in with my video and it's like, well, we watched another episode of Succession and (laughs) my kids are, you know, they're still at still in their video schools and (laughs) we're doing okay. You know, there's not. Not much changes day to day, which, you know, to be honest, that's great. Like, we don't want anything. Like, we just want to stay home, shelter, totally. hide yes. out, yep. and slow that curve. But, yep, yep, yep. you know, it is kind of funny. It's like another, did this, I'm going to make some chili tonight. Nice. You know, just, just a real slow, slow pace. Yeah. And for that, I am grateful. I will tell you that this morning I did have to, I did wake up at 5 a.m., Ooh. Because my my dog was having gastrointestinal issues, I think. Aww. So once the dog was up, I was kind of up. And that is when I started Googling pasta makers and uh-huh, bought uh-huh. myself a pasta maker on sale. Uh-huh. Because this is, you know, I'm, again, we've talked about this at length. Like, I'm a little wary about the, like, now's the time to learn new things. Totally. But I did bake a carrot cake and that was very pleasurable. And I'm kind of am pushing myself like cooking has always been like an area of fear and anxiety for me. Yes. But I, I love carrot cake for the record. Oh, I've got a great recipe courtesy of my southern mother-in-law. So Ooh. the next time I see you, I will make you a carrot cake. Ooh, yum. I'm not, I'm not going to see you. I'm going to miss your birthday. Like we're not seeing each other for a long time. I know. It's weird, right? It's so weird. So weird. So um, so I bought my, you know, one thing I do want to do is learn how to make my own pasta. Mm-hmm. And that sounds fun to me. So I, I just realized <laughs> that you can attach a, a pasta maker onto a KitchenAid mixer. Yep. yep, yep. So I, I went down that wormhole at five in the morning and I found a good deal and I... I went for it. I'm excited for you. We have a manual pasta maker that like makes the sheets of dough. And then we have a a rack that you hang the dough on because like a few years ago, my husband decided he wanted to make the specific dish from Frankie's, the Italian restaurant in Brooklyn. It's a cavatelli dish. And so I'd gotten him this whole like pasta manual pasta making mechanism including a a vintage cavatelli like stamp story wow he has never used any of it (laughs) not once not once but we have it well listen if you want to unload it after this um, maybe well i'm just thinking self-isolation maybe now is the time to use it yes it is i mean i I do feel like you know (laughs) 
the the one thing I will say that I do feel very grateful for is that our my family's days are slower because we're all at home. And so I don't feel the same rush that I normally feel at like we get home, everybody gets into the house at 5.45 and I have to make dinner, but yes. like we've got to do homework and go to bed. Like that, yes, yes, yes. That's dissipated. And so I do feel a little bit more calm when it comes to trying new things. And I'm really grateful for that. So I am trying to you know, make the most of it, as they say. Yes. So I don't know. So the next time you talk do to it. me, I, maybe I, I will vote some do it. homemade cavatelli. <laughs> do it, Dory. Okay. All right. What have you been up to? What's your day like? Well, Kate, I had very weird dreams last night. And Well, I, listen, I'm, I'm glad you bring this up because that the New York Times just wrote about having weird dreams during coronavirus. So I'll I'll share that link because oh, I think please it's a thing. do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I've, I've, I have had night terrors for years. Um, but this was not a night terror. It was just like a very vivid dream. And I dreamt that my husband and I had gone to Las Vegas because one of his friends had invited a bunch of people to a wrestling match. <laughs> um, cool. and, yep. Yep. And we were staying in a hotel off the strip at this hotel that we've actually stayed at before. And I was confused why it was still open. And my husband was like, oh, they only closed the hotels on the strip. They didn't close the other hotels. And I was like, oh, okay. But then like no one was practicing social distancing. Like no one was in masks. And I was like, this feels unsafe. Also like the spa was offering 25% off. (laughs) That sounds amazing. This is definitely a dream. What a random detail. (laughs) Um, Then I looked at the listing for the wrestling match and it was like the last thing that the the hotel that was hosting it was doing before they shut down. And then somehow we were like already in the next morning. And I have, I said to Matt, like, wait, who's taking care of Henry and Bo? And he just kind of shrugged and was like, I don't know. Oh God. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Those are the worst dreams. <sighs> and so I panicked and, and I made us leave. And then, but then I think I also had a separate dream about Amtrak. <laughs> I mean, but clearly like there's some travel, like I have some travel stuff going on in my head. You know what I mean? Well, I do. I'm sure like if you were to do some dream analysis, that that represents something else, don't you think? Oh, yes. And it's definitely an anxiety, some sort of anxiety dream. Yes. The, the Maybe. Thought, the, the, the realization that you left your child and your dog and no one's taking care of them. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I mean, I have been pretty anxious about like what will happen if Matt and I both get sick. Yeah. I have a lot of that anxiety too. You know? So yeah. I think maybe this is some sort of like manifestation of that anxiety. Like, Oh, we're both gone. Who's with the baby? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really scary. Which is totally terrifying. Um, it is. And it woke and- me up at, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, and it's also normal to be, to worry about that and to feel anxious about that. Yes. So I guess the way it manifests for me is a imaginary trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> where and a wrestling match. And a wrestling match. <laughs> and a spa discount. Um, so I don't know. The, somehow the combination of all of these things woke me up at four in the morning. Um, and... But fortunately, I was I was able to fall. I read for a little bit and I was able to fall back asleep. Thankfully. Well, you know, I, I 
was reading this New York Times article and I just have it open right now. And it said that it says in the article that the Google query, why am I having weird dreams lately has quadrupled in the United States in the past week. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, I imagine that the, the stress and the kind of trauma of this experience is weighing on everyone and it's kind of coming out in people's subconscious, right? Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, I do think that our subconscious is where we sort of work things out that we don't allow ourselves to think about in our waking lives. So it's kind of like therapy? Yeah. Like you were having therapy in your sleep? I was having my own therapy in my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) With myself as the therapist. Perhaps not as effective as a real therapist, but, you know, not ineffective. And free. Yeah, exactly. Very, but, you know, but also very subjective and <laughs> like, that's true. <laughs> perhaps not entirely accurate. Like, I don't totally remember the details. But anyway, so that's what happened. And then in my waking life, I ordered three candles um, from PF Candle Company. I think, was it yesterday? Or was it Friday where I said that I, I was suddenly seized by the urge to get candles? And you were like, <laughs> been there. I did that. Yeah, week oh, one. I, week one, I ordered... Um, <laughs> I ordered two candles and this morning I was like, I'm going to burn my fancy candles. Ooh, someone, I was someone was saying that like now is the time to dip into the stuff you've been saving. Right. Like the nice bottle of wine, yes. the like fancy lotion that you don't yep. want to waste. Yep. Yes. I know. Exactly. I know exactly. Yes. The fancy candle. Fancy candles are such a fascinating like I have these candles that I don't burn because they're my fancy candles. Right. Yeah. But you burn them and how did it feel? It felt great. My house smelled like a nice, subtle Santal smell. Ooh, love a Santal. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I bought, I bought the Moonrise candle, the Dusk candle, and the Night Blooming Jasmine candle. Yum. You know I love Jasmine. Me too. So I'm, I'm very excited for all of these. Um, and yeah, someone on Instagram me today and was like, I'm running out of candles because <gasps> I've been burning them so many. I need new candles. So look, if you're, if you're, you've never heard Dory and I talk about it. Cozy nights from target is a wonderfully affordable, deliciously scented candle. If you're look in the market for some sort of, uh, self-isolation candle. Yeah. And we love a cozy night. So <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, let's hear from this listener because this actually sounds like a really cozy activity. Okay. Do you want to take this email? Yeah, I do. Okay. I live alone with my cat and she is getting sick of me. To keep myself sane-ish, I've been doing yoga every day, taking daily walks and participating in as many Zoom chats as possible. A couple friends and I just came up with something very fun. We're doing a makeup party in a few days. We picked a color theme and are all going to chat, drink tea, and do our makeup together over video chat. I'm really looking forward to it. Just wanted to pass that idea along for others to enjoy with their friends. I love this. I love this so much. I do too. And actually, this is another thing I've been thinking about is I would like to learn how to like do makeup a little bit during this time. Like Mm -hmm, I have more mm -hmm. time to just sit in front of the mirror and like dabble in a cat eye or explore a a palette of eye color. And that seems like a fun time to do it. Yes, totally. I feel like people should just do all the makeup tutorials that that they have not gotten around to. 
And, and I love we're not. It. Oh, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. No. I was just going to say we're not going out in public. So if you mess no. up, who cares? totally. Who cares? Um, yeah. Are do you have any plans to do a specific makeup thing? Well, I have always wanted to learn how to do a cat eye with eyeliner. And so that is something I really was like, I could try to master that during this time. Yeah. Just every morning, try to do a cat eye and slowly with practice, I'll build my skills. You know what you're making me think? I have always wanted to learn how to do contouring. Me too. And did you watch the video of Kim Kardashian doing her own makeup with and contouring her face? I saw someone link to it and I was like, I need to watch this. And then I think I got distracted. Should I watch it? Yes, because I, I, I also want to learn how to contour. <laughs> and it looks so hard. It does look so hard. One time I was on when when I remember this so clearly, Matt and I had gone to Paris and we were on the train and there was a woman contouring her face on the train. <laughs> And it was like fascinating just to watch her in real life because it looks it looks so bizarre. Like before Until it's, it's all, all like blended, blended in. Yeah, exactly. Like you're like, what is happening? That is going to look so bad. And then you're like, oh, that looks yeah. amazing. I've never had the confidence to trust that the before will blend into a nice after. Yeah. I also feel like I probably need to buy a few items like I don't think I have all the right materials to do a real contour so I'm gonna look into that I'll report back get on that I'm very intrigued by that thanks I will all right this is an interesting conundrum that this next listener has I would like some advice on how to stay motivated during this time I'm working from home and my workload has increased during this crisis also work hours and non-work hours have certainly blurred I'm also studying for the GMAT as I plan to apply to business school in the fall. I found it increasingly difficult to stay motivated to get my work done and to sit down to study. I just feel drained at the end of my workday and cannot get myself to sit back at my desk. I feel as though the fact that I have nothing else to do makes me want to continue to do nothing instead of taking this time to be extra productive. I cannot let my studying slip and jeopardize my chances of getting into my desired schools. Would love some tips on how to navigate this and get myself going slash back in the groove. I had a thought that this listener might not like. <laughs> oh boy. Where is this going to go? I think you should put off taking the GMAT. Ooh, interesting. I think I, you I, should wait. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Because you're not focused. I think that when you take it, you're always going to wonder like, would I have done better if I wasn't studying for this during a pandemic and, you know, dealing with everything else that comes with it? And I personally just think that it might be worth keeping this time for yourself, not putting this added stress on yourself during a global pandemic to also study for the GMAT um, and just wait. I don't, you know, I think if that's available to the listener as an option, it's not a bad idea. That was actually kind of one thought I had was like, if it doesn't go as planned, do it again next year. Yeah. This is an incredibly stressful time and it is no fault of your own that it is hard to stay motivated right now. Totally. And it might, it might just stay hard. Like that might not be a a fixable thing. Yeah. The the one thought I did have, if you wanted to change when you 
are studying for the GMAT because I find mm. it personally very, very hard if I, I work all day, especially when I was um, writing all day for my job and then trying to like write independently after work mm-hmm, at night. Mm-hmm, like I, mm-hmm. I couldn't even look at my computer, maybe want to throw up. It's so hard after a day of work to then try to transition to something else that you're doing like voluntarily, not voluntarily, but you know what I mean? So perhaps if you got up 30 minutes earlier and did a little bit of GMAT studying for, if you're a person who's fresh in the morning, it might just, it might, it might just feel different enough to kind of help you snap back into a new routine. See now, Kate, that is actual helpful advice. I don't, I think saying that you might want to wait is also helpful because sometimes you need to have permission like it, it helps to hear that it's not like it's not your responsibility to, to try to get all this shit done while we're going through this experience. Yeah. You know, like I think I think be gentle, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Sweet listener. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just really hard. But anyway, it's really hard. Or I like, try the mornings. I like your idea of trying the mornings. I like it. Kate, I like it. Thank you. Thank you, Dory. Um, all right. Do you want to take this next one? Oh, do I? Hi, Kate and Dory. I was wondering if you and other listeners had suggestions on a topic I'm struggling with at the moment, grief during lockdown. My mom died last week from cancer and due to the current circumstances and the sudden fast decline, I was unable to get to see her and say my goodbyes. My family are all separated during this time. And as well as dealing with my grief, I'm constantly worrying about the mental health of my other family members as they deal with this sad news on their own. Unfortunately, I'm sure that other listeners may be experiencing similar feelings and any advice on how to cope would be greatly appreciated. I have a nine month old baby, so plenty to keep me distracted during the day, but at night I'm a bit of a mess struggling to quiet my mind to get some sleep. Both your podcasts are providing lightness to my day and it's nice to have a passive social experience to feel connected. Thank you, my friends from across the pond. Uh, I, I just want to say that this is, it is devastating to me that people cannot be with their loved ones as they are ill and dying and past it. This is just, this crushes me. And I've been reading, it's just a absolutely horrific part of coronavirus that I I've never had never had never dawned on me that we wouldn't be able to be with our loved ones as they go through this. Um, and I'm so sorry. And I, I know some people who have lost parents in the past month um, or lost loved ones and have, have gone through this and it's, it's beyond comprehension. Um, so my thought is, is to like, you're grieving, but there is this added element that we are not used to, I think, or at least I'm not, I'm sh- there are people who have gone through this. I shouldn't speak <laughs> universally, but I think just, you know, I, I would, I would allow yourself to acknowledge the that the hardship of what you're experiencing like just give mm-hmm. it the weight it deserves and it is it is really hard. I don't know if there's advice for it other than just acknowledging it for what it is. Some, mm. I mean and grief is brutal no matter yeah. when when it when you're going through it and right now I think it's got to be especially hard yeah I wish I had like concrete advice on how to cope um but I think just talking about it and if you have people you can speak to a mental health professional you can speak to um to kind of 
or maybe other people who are experiencing this, um, that might also help writing it down, just taking, taking care of yourself and not putting pressure on yourself to do more than you're able to right now, especially as a parent of a baby. Yeah. Do you have any extra thoughts? I'm so sorry. Well, I just, I had a, I had a sort of practical thought for her um, struggles to sleep, um, which is to try a sleep meditation app and listen to some sleep meditations. Uh, My husband often has trouble falling asleep and he has found these to be very helpful. Um, There is a Forever 35 sponsor called Calm that Kate and I both like that my husband also really likes. And they have um, people reading bedtime stories, like celebrities reading bedtime stories that are very calming. No pun intended. Um, So you might check that out. Yeah, I do. I like their their app a lot. Um, and we actually, Forever 35 had, had a discount code that I believe still works. So if you go to calm.com slash forever 35, you should be able to get a discount. Um, but I would I would suggest that or another meditation app that, that one just came to mind because we have used it and so many people we know have used it. Yeah, good suggestion. Thanks. And we're thinking of you. Yeah, we are. <sighs> Um, Okay, we have one last email. Um, We've gotten several requests from listeners who want to send gifts to friends who are having birthdays, friends who are going through a rough time. Just kind of what what should I send people is kind of a common thing that has been coming up. Um, And a listener named Rachel had a good suggestion. A company called BoxFox. And the website is shopboxfox.com. She says, I do not work for or have any affiliation with the company. Rather, I'm an enthusiastic recipient and sender of the delightful gift boxes. The site allows users to build gorgeous customized gift boxes with product options from awesome brands like Herbivore, Botanicals, Compartis Chocolates, Poquito Paper Products, Volume Spot Candles, etc., I've built boxes for my parents, for friends on their birthdays, for a friend and her husband when he received a cancer diagnosis, for a friend who lost her pup. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that there are beautiful gift options for everyone in your life, and the price is totally up to you dependent on what you want to put in the box. This may be a great option for someone who has disposable income right now as it would help support a small business and it would eliminate the need to go out and about to do any shopping. And I checked out the site and it's really cool. That's a great suggestion. Yeah. So check it out. Dory, yes. What's our word for today? Our word for the t- for today is unwind. Ooh, go yeah. on. Well, you know, I think <sighs> I've been trying to unwind at the end of every day, and I do think of it as like a ritual, and it has mm-hmm. brought me a lot of peace and calm. And so, I would like to invite our listeners to share in that peace and calm with me in whatever way that they like, but perhaps Mm. in a way that I've suggested as our activity of the day, which is, (laughs) do you like that segue? I do, Dory. (laughs) Our activity of the day is masturbate. Okay. I think I can figure out how to do that. Okay. We're going to leave it to all of you, but you know, just think in this in this time of a global pandemic, let's not forget that we just need ourselves to make ourselves feel good. Tori, 
This is a great act. This is a great daily activity. Thank you so much. <laughs> Feel free to do it anytime. Like you don't need us to tell you to masturbate, but just thought for today. <laughs> Be a good activity. That's fair. That's fair. Thank you. I will keep that in mind. Okay, please do. All right. Well, on that note, um, I think that just about does it for today. Literally wraps it up there. It does. We will talk to you tomorrow. And remember, we are here for you. Bye. Bye.